Well, hello and welcome to this English lesson on how to describe work. Uh, many of us have jobs. Um, when you go to work, there's different kinds of work that you do and there are different ways to describe work in English. So, this English lesson will be about how to describe the work you do if you're a teacher. How to describe the work you do if you are a construction worker. How to describe the work you do if you are a pilot. So, I'm not going to be talking about the actual jobs but I'm going to be talking about how to describe those jobs. How to describe the work that you do when you're at work and uh, I think it will be a pretty fun lesson. I think you will enjoy it. So, once again, welcome to this English lesson about describing work. So, one of the ways that we describe work is to say that it is fast-paced. Whenever I think of fast-paced work, I usually think of people who work in the stock market. People who are stockbrokers and buy and sell stocks. The reason we would call this kind of job fast-paced is because there's something happening all the time. They have to watch the price of the stocks. They buy and sell stocks. If you're not familiar with the stock market, I apologize but if you look at people who work at the Toronto Stock Exchange or the New York Stock Exchange, it looks like a very fast-paced job. They watch the graphs. They watch the prices of things and they buy things and sell things. I I think they do it all on computer now but in my mind, it's still something where they yell at each other to buy things. So, it's definitely a fast-paced job. Now, another type of job would be monotonous. When a job is monotonous, it usually means that for the entire workday, you do the same thing. So, a monotonous job would be a job like if you work on an assembly line. Maybe it's your job to put one small part on a car every time the car goes by and you do that for eight or nine hours a day. We would say the job is monotonous. So, a monotonous job is a job where you do the same thing all the time. Teaching is not monotonous until you have to grade a huge pile of student work. When I have to grade 30 tests, that's a little bit monotonous but usually teaching is the opposite. It's usually quite fun and uh, there's a lot of variety. Exciting. So, an exciting job would be I would think any job where you are maybe in an airplane or in a helicopter. Uh maybe even a job like um I'm trying to think of other exciting jobs like a race car driver would have an exciting job. Um when I go to Niagara Falls, there are helicopters and you can f- go on a helicopter to see the na- see the waterfall from the air and I always think that pilot has an exciting job. That would be a fun job to have. We also have what are called physically demanding jobs. So, in this picture, you can see these two guys are drilling holes and they're pushing up and that job would be considered physically demanding. You need muscles to do a job like that. You have to be strong. Here, I'll go to you have to be strong to do a job like that Um, and so, we would call it physically demanding. A bricklayer has a physically demanding job. They have to lift bricks and blocks all day. A construction worker has a physically demanding job. They need to hammer and carry wood. They have to do things that are very, very physical. So, some jobs can be described as physically demanding. Um teaching is not physically demanding. (laughs) This is not 
physically demanding at all. Another type of job uh or another way to describe a job would be to say it is boring. Someone might say they have a boring job. Now, I would think this person, this is a lifeguard. I don't think their job is boring but in the picture, I noticed that there's no one swimming. So, I think if a lifeguard is watching a beach or a pool and there are no swimmers, the job is probably really boring. Um that was the best picture I could find for boring job. I'm sure when there are lots of people swimming in the ocean, this job is actually quite challenging and we'll get to that word in a bit. But when there's no one swimming, I think the job is probably a little bit boring. So, challenging. When you describe a job as challenging, it doesn't mean that the work itself is physically demanding necessarily. It might mean that for instance, in this picture, maybe this person's job is that they are a photographer um and it would be challenging because sometimes it rains and sometimes the weather is bad and their job is to get a good picture of something. So, it could be challenging because they have to take their equipment out in the rain. They have to find the right time of day to do it. So, we would call that a challenging job. Um and I would say this as well. Teaching can be challenging. Sometimes the conditions aren't right for teaching. Maybe students don't like the teacher. Maybe you have a student who doesn't want to learn. So, teaching as well can be described as challenging sometimes. Hard. We just straight up use the word hard sometimes to describe work. Usually, we use this word to describe work that is also physically demanding but if you were to say farming is hard work, um working in a car factory is hard work, um bricklaying is hard work. What we mean by that is that at the end of the day, you're going to be really really tired like physically tired because you were lifting and moving things all day. Um you could also use this to describe other jobs like I think you could say like being a doctor is hard work um because there's a lot of mental challenges throughout the day as well. Um but definitely if you were this guy, (laughs) I would say he has a hard job and I would say that is really really hard work. Engaging. So, when you have work that is engaging, when your job is engaging, um it means that you really like it. It means that you're probably connecting and talking with people a lot. It also can mean that you just really like what you're doing. So, let's say you're a scientist and you love researching um cures for different diseases. You could say that you find the work very engaging. It's very engaging work. Your mind is very much enjoying doing the research. It's very engaging. You could also say that maybe you're someone like this person. Maybe you're leading a conversation class and you find it very engaging because you like talking to people and so you feel connected when you're doing it. So, it's always nice If I was to choose, I'd rather have a job that's really engaging than hard. That's my preference. An engaging job is usually also something that you like to do. Cutting edge. So, when you have a cutting edge job, you're probably working with technology. In this picture, you can see that there is a bunch of computer code on the screen. When you work in a cutting edge field, when you work at a job where it's cutting edge, work, 
it means that you are doing some of the coolest stuff. If you were someone who made computer games and if you were making computer games for people to play with a VR headset, this is my uh this is my VR headset. We would say that you're doing cutting edge game design because you're designing the next um types of games that people will be playing. Not the old games that people just play on a computer or on their phone. So, a cutting edge job is a job that um definitely involves a lot of technology and uh involves doing things that are relatively new. When you explain your job to people, they might not understand what you do because it's so new. Um a cutting edge job. We also have jobs that are just dirty jobs. In fact, I think there's a TV show about this called Dirty Jobs where uh the person Mike Rowe, I think that's the name of the show. He goes and he does jobs that are very dirty. A dirty job is any job where at the end of the day, you need to wash your hands and have a shower. So, farming is a dirty job. Um when I was a construction worker, it was sometimes a dirty job. Um sometimes people have to clean out different things and it's a dirty job. At the end of the day, their hands are very dirty and they need to wash their hands and definitely have a shower. So, how do you know if you have a dirty job? If you have to wash your hands before lunch, you have a dirty job. And then we also have jobs that are repetitive. So, a repetitive job, this is similar to a job that is monotonous. So, when a job is monotonous, you do the same thing all day. But when you have a job that is repetitive, it's the same thing. So, if you work in a place where you make cars, you have a repetitive job. Your job is very repetitive. You probably put the door on the car and you put two bolts in and then the car goes away and the next car comes and you put a door on the car and you put two bolts in and the car goes away and the next car comes and then you put a door on the car. I think you get the point. I'm getting a little repetitive as I talk about it. Uh repetitive jobs can be very straightforward. It can be very easy to train someone to do a repetitive job but they're definitely not very engaging. You might be a little bit um tired of the monotony at the end of the day. Stressful. Now, I put a picture of something that I think is very stressful. Um I'm afraid of heights. I wouldn't want to be the person who works for the Coast Guard and goes out of a helicopter on a rope to rescue people. That would be stressful. But almost any job can be described as stressful. Almost any job can be described as stressful. I just repeated myself there word for word. Um you could say that teaching is stressful. You could say working in a bank is stressful. You could say working in a restaurant as a a waiter or waitress is very stressful. It really just depends on your boss and how much you get paid and what the what work is like for you day to day. Um a bad boss can make a, any job very very stressful. You could also say that your job is rewarding. Uh a rewarding job is a job where you feel good at the end of the day because you've helped people in their lives. Um or maybe um you help someone and a few years later they come back and tell you. So generally when your job is rewarding, it's a job at least for me, it's a job where you help people. Teaching is rewarding. Sometimes students come back and tell you that they really appreciated you when they had you as a teacher. I think being a doctor or nurse can be very rewarding when you uh 
operate on someone as a doctor and they come back to you later and say, thank you so much. You saved my life. That just gives you a really, really nice feeling. Um but even things like farming can be rewarding. You can feel good because you grow food for people. So, definitely I I think this one's a little broader than I initially said. I think you can use this for a lot of different jobs. You could say that uh driving an Uber is rewarding because you enjoy driving your car and helping people get where they need to go. So, I guess as long as you like your job, you could say it's rewarding. Glamorous. I have never had a glamorous job. Movie stars have glamorous jobs. Models have glamorous jobs. I guess when you're someone who can act and maybe you're really good looking, you can become a model or a um or a celebrity of some kind and maybe you have a very glamorous job. You wear expensive clothes. People always wanna take your picture. You have paparazzi following you around. We would definitely say that you have a glamorous job. Um and uh I've <laughs> I've never had a glamorous job. <laughs> um I think you get to drive sports cars and I'm just guessing what it's like to have a glamorous job but uh, that's my uh that's my interpretation of it. You might have a job that you would consider life-saving like he does life-saving work or that nurse she does life-saving work or my doctor she does life-saving work. When you are doing life-saving work, it literally means the work you do saves people's lives. So, if you were um a paramedic, we would say, oh, my sister, she's a paramedic. She does life-saving work. So, she's constantly uh saving people's lives. I really appreciate doctors and nurses and paramedics and firefighters and all of the people that do life-saving work in the world. I just appreciate all of them. But we also have jobs that are thankless. When a job is thankless, it means that um people aren't always happy when you do your job. The reason I put a picture of a police officer is when you get a speeding ticket, um when you're driving too fast and you get pulled over and you get a speeding ticket, I don't think people thank the police officer for giving them a speeding ticket. I think more often it is a thankless job where you're giving speeding tickets so people slow down so the world is safer but I think most people get angry when they get a speeding ticket or a lot of people get angry when they get a speeding ticket. It's a thankless job. Lonely. So, some jobs you do with lots of other people. I don't have a lonely job. I work with over 25 other teachers and I have students in my classroom uh every day all the time. It's not a lonely job but I often feel like truck driving would be a bit of a lonely job. If you uh were a truck driver, you're often on the road for days at a time by yourself. So, I think it's a very lonely job. Some people really like having lonely jobs. Some people love being by themselves. They love being on the open road. They love solitude. Solitude is the how we describe being by yourself. Like I do like solitude a bit but I also like that I have a job where there's lots of people around but some jobs you could describe as lonely jobs. We use the word tough too. This is a very generic way to talk about almost any kind of work. It's similar to physically demanding but it can also be used to describe jobs that are mentally demanding. Like I could say um 
you know, if I was teaching uh, at a school where um, the students really didn't wanna learn, I could say, I have a really tough job. But usually when I think of tough job, I think of um, firefighters. I think of people who have to solve problems. Like I think if you were a tow truck driver, a tow truck is the truck they use to pick up vehicles and if you had to get vehicles out of the ditch, like maybe a truck falls over. Last weekend on the bridge uh that goes across Lake Ontario, a truck fell over on the Skyway Bridge. So, I think it's a tough job if you're the person who has to lift that truck up if you're a tow truck driver. Definitely, some jobs are very, very tough jobs. Hectic. I really like this English word. In fact, people have asked, what are your favorite sounding English words? And I I don't always know what to say but I love the word hectic because to me, it kind of sounds like what it means. A hectic job is a very, very busy job. The best example I can think of is working in a fast food restaurant. Uh, Years ago, I worked in a restaurant when I lived in Quebec City and it was very, very hectic. I worked the night shift. When you say a job is hectic, it means you have to work really fast. It means it can be a little bit confusing. It can mean even that it's loud. So, it's like loud and busy and you have to work fast and it's kind of overwhelming a little bit. But a hectic job, definitely I would say uh anytime you are serving food or working in a restaurant, the job is probably very, very hectic, especially around lunchtime and around supper time. That's when it would probably be the most hectic. We have something in English called grunt work. I'm not sure if Brent's still here but I wanted to ask Brent if uh, he uses this term. We use the term grunt work to talk about any kind of work that doesn't require very much thinking and just requires a lot of strength. So, shoveling is considered grunt work. If you had to dig a hole with a shovel, we would say that it's grunt work. Um on the farm, there's a lot of grunt work and that's again work where You don't have to be, you don't have to use your brain very much to do it but you definitely use your muscles. It's similar to physically demanding but the difference is that grunt work does not require a lot of thinking. You can have a physically demanding job where you still have to be thinking all the time about what you're doing but when you do grunt work, you usually don't need to think very much. You just grab a shovel and you move dirt from one place to another. Let me get back to, here we go, entry level. So, an entry level job or if you have an entry level position, it means that you're just starting at that place of work. So, if you just start a job, we would say it's an entry level position. If you apply to work in an office building, you'll probably start with an entry level position. You might be someone's assistant. You might be just working in the mail room delivering mail. You won't have a really important job. You'll have an entry level job which is kind of at the beginning. It's the bottom step as you can see with this guy here. And sometimes we have work that you would describe as voluntary. So, we have work that is done by volunteers. Um someone might say for instance to my mom, oh, do you get paid a lot at your job? And my mom would say, oh, no, no, it's voluntary. Um I volunteer at that store. So, my mom volunteers at a store. 
where um she does work that we would consider voluntary. That's how we would describe it. Piecework. So, piecework is not getting paid by the hour. Piecework is not when you have a salary. A salary is when a company pays you a certain amount of money for the year. When you work by the hour, you get a certain amount of money each hour. When you do piecework, you get a certain amount of money for each little thing you do. When I was a kid, I picked cucumbers and it was piecework and I got paid for every 10 cucumbers I picked, I got 25 cents, I think. So, instead of being paid like five dollars an hour to pick cucumbers, I was picked, I was paid, I was picked. I was paid by the amount of cucumbers that I picked. So, that's why I put a piece of fruit here. Often, people who pick fruit um, are paid by piecework although I'm not sure piecework is legal in Canada anymore. I should check into that. When I was a kid, it was legal and it might still be legal but uh it's when you um it's when you get paid for every part of the job you do instead of getting paid by the hour. Tedious. So, how would I describe a job that's tedious? For me, a job that is tedious would also probably be repetitive and it would probably be somewhat challenging as well. Like, you would need a certain amount of skill. If I needed to sew a button on a shirt, if that was my job, sewing buttons on shirts, I would find it very tedious because I would have to like look really closely at what I was doing and I would have to be able to put the needle in and out precisely and I would have to do the same thing over and over again. So, I would definitely consider that job tedious. That to me would be a very tedious job. Difficult, requiring lots of skill. You would need to focus really hard when you do a tedious job. Um repetitive and all those other words as well. Dangerous. Teaching is not a dangerous job at least for me but if you are someone who works on electric electrical wires I want to say hydro wires but that's that's kind of an Ontario Canadian way to describe it. So, um if you work if you climb telephone poles or um electric poles and you work really high up in the sky, you would describe that job as dangerous. Um if you are a helicopter pilot, you have a dangerous job. If you are a race car driver, you have a dangerous job. If you work like this person way up in the sky, you have a dangerous job. We had the word demanding earlier when we talked about physically demanding. When a job is physically demanding, you're basically using your muscles all day but we can also just use the word demanding to describe a job where you're it's it's kind of the opposite of a relaxing job. So, a relaxing job would be a lifeguard watching a pool and there's only about five or six people there. That might be fairly relaxing. You're sitting out in the sun and enjoying yourself. But a demanding job, this is a great picture. There's phone calls, there's emails, there's text messages, there's people who wanna talk to you and you have to go to five meetings in the day. That job would be very, very demanding. Full-time. So, a full-time job in Ontario, Canada is eight to nine hours per day, five days per week. Generally, if you have a full-time job, you work Monday through Friday. Um, and you work from, I don't know, eight to four, eight to five, maybe you work nine to five. It's usually eight or nine hours and it's usually about five days per week. 
Um, so, I have a full-time job. I work about sorry, actually, I work part-time. I should take that back. I work I actually have I work 80%. So, you would call that part-time but I'll talk about that in a moment. Um, when I was full-time, I worked every day from 8.30 till 5.30. Um, so, it's just a normal length day, a full-time job. A part-time job, however, is a job that uh you don't do every day or if you do it every day, you don't work eight to nine hours. So, a part-time job, you might be a waiter. So, you might work on Friday, Saturdays because those are the busy days. Maybe you just work two days a week. When maybe you work every day but you only work a four-hour shift um or the example we had earlier, someone asked a question about you know, if you're just working two hours a day, five days a week, all of that would be considered part-time. So, full-time is usually 40 hours per week in Ontario, Canada. Um and that adds up if you do the math there, 40 to 45 hours a week. And part-time is anywhere from a couple hours a week right up to even 35 hours a week would be considered part-time. A side hustle. So, this is a relatively new term in English just in the last few years. A side hustle means you have a job but you do something else on the side to make a little bit of extra money. So, for many people, they have a job and their side hustle might be making YouTube videos. You could say that I have a job teaching and I have a side hustle and that I make YouTube videos. So, this lady I found, maybe she has a job but at night, maybe she makes videos. She makes cooking videos and she puts them on YouTube to make a little bit of extra money. That would be her side hustle. So, uh, again, this is a somewhat new term just in the last five years or so, side hustle but uh, a job that you do on the side to make some extra money. We also have work that we describe as honest work. Um generally, honest work refers to jobs that have been around for a long time. They're usually jobs where there's some physical aspect to it. So, you would say like farming is honest work or you would say um the opposite would be like a used car salesman. We would not call that honest work. Um although I do respect used car salesmen, um there is kind of this feeling that used car salesmen are trying to get your money. Um so, farming is honest work or teaching is honest work. Any kind of work where there's nothing sneaky or anything about it and you're doing something that's good for society. We would call it honest work. And this is a great word um to talk about work that makes you very very tired at the end of the day. So, sometimes when you have a job like teaching You have students who aren't very nice and at the end of the day, you have no energy left because the job is very, very draining. Um you could even use this to describe working in a store where it's really busy. Anytime a job is very busy and you come home really tired and exhausted, you might be physically exhausted, you might be mentally exhausted, you have no um energy at all, you just flop on the couch, we would say that you definitely have a job that is draining. Um I don't know if this person's job is draining. She doesn't look too stressed doing her job but she's definitely working and uh maybe she's teaching online and maybe she has um you know one hour sessions for ten hours straight and when she's all done, 
uh, teaching English for the day. She is drained. Her job is very, very draining. Nerve racking. I was trying to think of a job that I would consider nerve racking. I am like I said afraid of heights. If I had to work really high up in the sky, if I was someone who was a crane operator, I would find the job very nerve racking. When a job is nerve racking, it actually makes you not necessarily nervous but like a little bit afraid and you have a lot of anxiety and you're you're just maybe you're not sure how to do the job properly and maybe your boss is yelling at you or maybe you have to work somewhere where you're a little bit you know afraid of heights or something like that. We would call that job nerve wracking. Um for me as a teacher when we have parent teacher interview evening, that's a little nerve wracking for me because I have to talk to parents about their kids. And then we have risky. So, a job can be risky when you have to work high up in the sky. A job can be risky when there is the possibility of injury. Um maybe you work in a large factory around a lot of machinery. We would say it's a very risky job. Uh this person is working up on a roof. There is always the possibility of slipping and falling. So, the job is very, very risky. Um so, a risky job has an element of danger to it. It is a slightly just a little bit of a dangerous job. I definitely would not do uh, I I'm not interested in having a risky job at all. Hi, Bob the Canadian here. Thank you for listening to this English podcast lesson. If you would like to support me in the work that I do as an online English teacher, please visit patreon.com slash bobthecanadian. 